Welcome to the Inspired Women Podcast. I am your host, women's empowerment coach and motivational speaker, Megan Hall. And on this podcast, I'm going to connect you with inspirational women who will share their real stories. And we're going to chat about topics relevant to women today. I'd love to continue to support you on your life's journey. Please join us in the Inspired Women community on Facebook. Thank you for tuning in today and enjoy the show. Happy Friday, everybody. Every Friday is a Friday over here on the Inspired Women Podcast because it's just you and me chatting it up about life. If you have any suggestions on what you would like me to chat up about life on the inspiredwomenpodcast.com, we have an Ask Megan section. That's where you can drop in a topic or a question that you have that you'd like me to talk about on a Friday episode, or that's even a place if you have a suggestion for a certain person you would like to come on the podcast, it's a great place to put that as well. It's just an open forum for you to share your ideas and wonderfulness with me. Also, if you have not subscribed, can you subscribe? Because that ensures that you get every single episode onto your podcast player. Well, if you're unsubscribed, you might miss some really important shit. Like, let's just be honest. (laughs) And if you haven't left a rating review, please leave one. It helps more people, more women find the podcast and enjoy this wonderfulness that is. And we're now on Spotify. Yay. If you didn't see that, we're now on Spotify. So if you have Spotify, you can find the podcast there. So since last week, last Friday, I talked about friendship. I felt maybe it's just appropriate I talk about marriage. I've been married almost eight years. In December, it will be eight years. So seven and over seven and a half years now I've been married to my spouse. We had a relatively quick, um, a relatively quick relationship before we got married. We met in October, we got engaged in November, and we got married in December, and then found out we were pregnant with twins in January. That does mean that I was not pregnant when I got married, and I got married because I was pregnant. It was actually a choice. Uh, My husband wanted to move my daughters and I down to Virginia with him, but he said, you know, you won't have health care, and I really want to start a family right away. I mean, because we were in our mid-20s at that time, and he's always known he wanted to be a dad, unlike me. Like, <laughs> I've not always <laughs> felt that I wanted to be a mom. And he wanted to know that, like, since he's in the military, if something happened to him that we'd be taken care of, like, you know, life insurance and stuff like that. So he said, why don't we get married right away? I'll give you a real wedding. You know, the real wedding still hasn't happened. FYI, you know, having twins kind of causes expenses we weren't expecting. Children are expensive. They are expensive. And the military. So anytime when we feel like we could actually do it, we can't plan it because his schedule is so just batshit crazy. So... Today, I want to talk about marriage. Marriage is freaking hard, okay? Being with somebody, another imperfect human, and and this is like you're legally binded. Like, yes, you can get a divorce, but like, I feel like if my husband and I were not married, that there was times that I would have just peaced out. But because we're married, I have to take like that into consideration. And I'm like, I better rethink this. And I realized with marriage, it's not always 50-50. Sometimes you're the person giving 100% because they're just, they just don't have it at that point in time. And vice versa. I mean, it shouldn't just be one person giving 100% all the time. There's been times my spouse has had 
to, you know, hold me up and has had to support me. I mean, financially, he's been supporting me for almost eight years now because we decided I was going to be a stay-at-home mom in the beginning. I realized that was not a good fit for me. Then I started my first business as a beach body coach, and now I have my coaching business, and I'm going to school full-time. So, I mean, he's the main breadwinner in our family, and I've had to sacrifice some things and we'll be sacrificing some things coming up to support him as well and it's very important that we do that I mean marriage is hard (laughs) marriage is hard uh people who tell me like oh my marriage has been fantastic we never have struggles I'm like just wait just wait I feel like we're my spouse and I are getting it all out in the beginning you know um when he we first got married I was I was really fucked up, man. I had some major baggage and major issues. And I mentioned this on a podcast episode that I used to get like drunk and verbally abuse him. Yeah, legit. That's what would happen. Such a horrible thing. And he didn't deserve it. My husband literally is like the nicest person. Like he is so sweet. He is so nice. And he always is willing to sacrifice for other people. I mean, and I don't just mean family. I mean, he literally would give the shirt off his back for anybody. I mean, he does his best to give back them as much as he can. I mean, he's not one of those people that are outwardly like, hey, look at me, I'm going to the soup kitchen. But like, if he knows somebody needs something, he he will do it. If he knows doing something's really going to fuck somebody over, he won't do it. Like at work, like unless of course it's very serious offense. Like he's not going to try to fuck people over. He's like the nicest person ever. He is the complete opposite of me. I'm not saying I'm a big bitch, but like (laughs) I've definitely had my struggles in life and I'm a little jaded. So (laughs) I'm not as like giving or forgiving or as sweet as he is. So, but I mean, he has his moments too. He's not perfect. I was actually just talking to a close friend of mine about this, about marriage. And she was like, you know, my husband's like the nicest person ever, but like, there's these things he does that drives me crazy. I'm like, I don't think you'll ever get perfection in marriage. You're never going to find this person's like, this is the perfect person. And they do, everybody has their flaws. And so my husband has his flaws too. He does, but, um, they're few and far between. And he's, He's a very wonderful person. I know. Vomit. I'm more vomiting about it. But, I mean, it hasn't always been easy. There's definitely been times in our marriage that I wanted to walk away. Although, apparently, there's not times in our marriage that he's wanted to walk away. He told me this on our fifth anniversary. I mean, maybe in the last couple years, he's changed his mind. But he told me on our fifth anniversary... Not once in our marriage have I thought about divorcing you. I'm like, bitch, I thought about divorcing you all the time. All the time. Um, Maybe he didn't grow up in a household where his parents were divorced. So I think for him, it's not as much of an option as for me. My parents divorced when I was a kid. Like, for me, I see that as an option. Um, So I'm not sure he sees it. But I always ask him, will you keep me forever? And he's like, that's the plan. So I just think he's just made this goal of keeping me around forever that he's just going to do it. But I found like in our marriage and for all marriages, one, it's very important to know each other's love languages. If you haven't read the five love languages, even if you're not in a romantic relationship, you really should read the five love languages. It kind of helps us discover like, Maybe your spouse thinks that they're loving you the best way they can, but they're not speaking your love language. And that's why you feel empty and disconnected. 
that was p- part of the problem in the beginning of our relationship too. I'm a words of affirmation and physical touch person. If you don't know this about me and you have met me, man, where have you been? I like it and I love it and I soak it all up. When people say wonderful things, I don't mean like people sucking up and saying wonderful things. I mean, people truly like complimenting me and pointing out how awesome I am. Like when I get like little love like letters in the mail from people that are part of my community. I love it. That's why I like ratings and reviews for the podcast. Uh, reviews, not ratings, but reviews like say wonderful things. Or, you know, anytime I get a message, it just like that fills my bucket. And uh, physical touch too. And that doesn't have to be sex. It can also be like hugging or cuddling or things like that. That really, where my husband, totally not that. He is an acts of service and what is the other? Oh, quality time, quality time person. So it's really important that we know that so we can we can do things for people. I know that he will love it so much if I fold his laundry today before he gets home and he doesn't have to do it himself. I freaking hate laundry, but you know, right now he's got a wild um, a wild schedule at work where he literally is home to sleep, or that's what will be happening starting today. So that's gonna be fun. Folding his laundry will probably make him really really happy. He likes it when I unload the dishwasher. Like, acts of service. Things that, you know, I'm doing for him. He knows that I hate cleaning, so if I clean, it is for him. (laughs) Ha ha! So, knowing each other's love languages is really important. And learning how to communicate. Like, it's important that we learn to communicate with other people (laughs) in a really, like, open manner. Like, not... It has to be a listening and talking. So not just like I'm talking, you're listening, but they're talking and you're listening. So it goes both ways, but also being able to have conversations without bashing each other's character. Like me saying, you know, honey, I really didn't like how you snapped at the kids tonight. Because sometimes when my husband's not feeling good, he can get real cranky. Who doesn't, right? When they're not feeling good. And so one, I don't, undervalue him in front of my children. That's one of the things is I don't want to disrespect him in front of my kids. And I also don't want to show my kids that we're not a solid unit. So I will talk to him about like, I really didn't agree about how you behaved, you know, today or whatever when we're away from the kids. Sometimes if he says something that I think is really outrageous. I'm like, Jeremy, you know, just like that. But I don't bash him. I don't attack him or anything like that. Instead, I wait until I'm like calm down and I have a conversation with him. And I'm just like, that was really inappropriate. Like, I really don't appreciate you doing that. And this is why. And then I allow it open up for him to respond and say whatever he was feeling. Um, this has been coming up with our daughter. Like, our he really does not like it that our teenage daughter, like, it verbally attacks me sometimes. And so he'll get really upset because she's hurting me. And then he will like say something to her. And I'm like, this is not helping. Like, you're just making the cycle worse. Like, we can't do that. Like, we we have to approach it in a certain manner. But anyways, him and I were brought up in completely different households. We even have completely like, I don't want to say completely different political views, but we have some very divergent political views. 
how do I make it work with somebody who is so different from me, who grew up differently, who has different ideals than I do? We talk about it and we work it out. He even has different ideas of parenting and we discuss it and we have open communication and conversations about it. That communication piece is so important, but it's important not just for us to talk and be able to state our opinion and how we feel without bashing other people, but also to listen and hear what they have to say as well. So we've been making it work because we continue to learn and grow and improve together. We talk things out. We support each other. You will never see me bashing my spouse on social media because even if I'm frustrated with him, even if I'm like angry, so angry, I'm not going to do that because he's my significant other and I'm supporting him. I mean, the man doesn't, I mean, I've been in abusive relationships. The man's not abusive. He's so sweet. And he treats me so well. I mean, he got me a kitten for Mother's Day. Who does that shit? Like, seriously. (laughs) He does some things that I'm like, are you a normal human being? Because most people are just not like you. I'm just going to be honest here. (laughs) But I mean, again, not perfect, for sure. So I also, you know, communication has been huge, discovering each other's love languages and not being afraid to seek out uh, professional help. We've gone and seen a marriage counselor. We did after his last deployment because, I mean, our relationship was just, it was in a bad place before he left and it became in a worse place while he was deployed. Imagine that because, I mean, you can't really talk and work things out that way. So we saw a marriage counselor. I see a counselor for myself and I talked to her about my marriage. You know, he's seen a counselor before. There's all these things and we really just make it work because we want to make it work and because we're both willing to grow, learn, and improve. Obviously, if I came at him with suggestions or talked to him and he shut me down every time, that would not be, no, we don't have to walk away from that shit. But because we're both willing and open and, and we see that there is an end game for us is someday we won't, this is a, just a journey, like him being in the military is just part of our life right now. That's not going to be forever. And someday we'll be in our forever home and we'll be doing the things that we want to do. And someday our kids are going to be grown and out of the house. And it's just going to be the two of us. So we make each other a priority because like, guess what? Our relationship's really important because someday that's all that's going to be left. Our kids are going to have their own relationships and they're going to be grown and out of the house. And just going to happen. So marriage is something you have to work at. And you know, that doesn't mean that divorce is never an option. Like if it's not working and the other person's not willing to put in the work and learn, grow and improve, they're not willing to invest in you. If you're always the one putting in the effort and they don't put in the effort. I mean, at some point in time, you got to say like, you know what? It's just not working out. I mean, I know that that's a possibility, but considering like we continue to try to improve, learn and grow right now, that's not, that's not on the the docket, (laughs) but I mean, there's nothing inherently wrong. And when you have to, you have to make yourself a priority because if you don't make yourself a priority, you can't make your significant other a priority. You can't make your kids a priority. You have to be a priority. You can't lose yourself in marriage and relationships with other people. It's very important. So I hope this tidbit helps you. I mean, I'm just being honest here and sharing my own experiences. Yours might be different. All right, guys. Well, I hope you have an absolutely fabulous day and I'll talk to you later. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode of the Inspired Women Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, share this out with your friends and family, and join us in the Inspired Women community on Facebook. I'll catch you next week.